This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Do you know which DC Comics heroine has a tie to the Justice Society of America? was a founding member of the JLA and dated Ra's al Ghul. Black Canary. Yeah, and that's who we're talking about today because your geek history lesson is now in session. Welcome to Geek History Lesson. I'm Ashley Victoria Robinson. And I'm Jason Sonic Scream Inman. Welcome to your Mind University, the place where you enter, just like you enter every week on this podcast, where we're going to teach you about a character, about pop culture, and give you everything that makes them tick, what makes them scream, and what makes them wear leggings so well. This week (laughs) is Black Canary, Ashley, right? Yeah. And you have a lesson prepared on us on Black Canary. I do. But I believe you have some caveats to tell us, some crazy stuff that happens with this character that's really unique to this character, right? Yes, I do. So before we jump into our 10 cent origin, let's go through our caveats of this episode. Caveat number one. Caveat number one. Black Canary is a pretty old DC Comics character, and the DC Comics universe is really wibbly-wobbly because of the multiverse, because of the sheer number of reboots. Because the amount of times the Doctor has had to save it, of course. Exactly. So there is some stuff you're just going to have to go with Mm -hmm. on this Mm -hmm. and just accept it and compartmentalize it and move along. Caveat number two. Caveat number two. We are focusing this geek history lesson on Dinah Laurel Lance. Who Dinah is in Laurel Lance. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> who is, in fact, the second woman to have worn the Black Canary mantle. Mm-hmm. Her mother is a woman named Dinah Drake, or sometimes Dinah Drake Lance. We'll talk about her oh so briefly, um, mostly when it comes to her death and how that affects her daughter. But we are focusing on Dinah Laurel Lance, the beautiful blonde bombshell that most of us know from the DC universe. Mm -hmm. And caveat number three. Caveat trace. That was a long laugh for just a Spanish joke. Yep, that's because I can't remember what caveat number three is, and I'm trying caveat to number three. Can I can I throw out caveat <laughs> number three? Absolutely. Caveat please. number three is just like any comic book history; it's just to have fun. Sometimes things don't make sense, and sometimes histories don't make sense. But we're here just to tell you about it and have fun. Absolutely. Like comic books. Like comic books. Let's <laughs> drop into the ten cent origin. Or adventure, as we like to sometimes call it. Yes. Where we give you the basic Cliff Notes version of the character. Ready? Yeah. Go. So if you ever go to a party and someone's like, hey, do you want to talk about Black Canary? Do you know about Black Canary? You can say at least, I know these few things. Because of Geek History Lesson. Because of Geek History Lesson. Yeah. And Ashley and Jason, and they're awesome. Mm. Which you can also tell us on our Facebook. Tell us about Black Canary. Black I'm so Canary, curious. Black Canary, Tencent Origin. Um, as I stated before, we're talking about Dinah Laura Lance. And she first appeared in J- Justice League of America, which I abbreviated to JLA, but it was actually titled Justice League uh-huh. of America, fully spelled out. Number 75 in November 1969. Fun fact. Uh, Fun fact. The title was never called JLA. Until Til- Grant Morrison's run in the mid '90s. Yes, just fun fact as way up. But the some end. of us abbreviate it like that yeah. and confuse ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now, Black Canary as a heroine had appeared before, but this is the first time we see Dinah Laurel Lance mm-hmm. as the Black Canary. That her mother was the one that had appeared before. Yes, gotcha. And she was created and popularized by a 
Denny O'Neill. Denny O'Neill. And Dick Dillon. Dick Dillon. I don't know Dick Dillon. Um, okay. I don't really either, but we have to thank him for Black Canary. Thank you, Dick so, Dillon. Thanks so much for your alliterative name. Mm-hmm. She has been affiliated with Birds of Prey and uh-huh. Justice League of America most cool. prominently. Yep. Um, and the older one, the Justice Society. And her mm-hmm. powers, her powers is she's an expert in hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. She has a canary cry, which is an ultrasonic cry, which mm-hmm. we'll get into the various explanations of like in a, a little bit. I, I like to think of it as a scream. Yes. Cool. But it is referred to as a cry. Interesting. All right. Because I think like a bird. Because a canary cries. Yes. Right? Not yeah. really. Okay. But mm, they right. sing. But sure. She is a peak athlete. A I peak didn't, athlete. I didn't know that was a superpower. Of course it is. My brother's a superhero, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's an exceptional martial artist. Oh, exceptional. Exceptional, mm. yeah. And she's an expert motorcycle rider, which, again, is apparently a superpower. Well, it is because you always see her on a motorcycle, and you got to be an expert. Yeah, to, to kick ass like that mm-hmm. while riding a motorcycle. Yep. And uh, currently she's being played by Katie Lotz on Arrow. Katie Lotz. Although she is called Sarah, and we will get into that a yep. little bit later. We'll talk about that later on. Yes, we will. So that is everything you need to know. Tencent Origin on Black Canary, Dinah Laurel Land. I'd pay a dime for what you just told me. Oh, thanks, Jason. Mm-hmm. That means a lot. Totally. And I could put it in my jar and shake it and go, oh, I love that sound of all those nickels and dimes. Mm, well, I'm only giving you one. Or like so. Lucy. Yep. It's just going to be a lot of noise of cool. a singular time. Next, we move into Meet Cute. And Meet Cute is a term that we stole from a romantic comedy movie where the characters meet and they get all cute. But we <laughs> talk about it in the terms of where did we first meet this character? So, Ashley, where did you first meet Black Canary or Dinah Laurel Lance? Actually, the first Black Canary I met was her mother, and it was in the uh, Justice League Unlimited episodes... Shh. Oh, I was going to call shenanigans on you, but okay. No, I'll no, no, 16 and 17, Anything? where they go to Earth 2, mm-hmm. and it's the first time I'd ever seen Black Canary. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who Black Canary was. Now, I, I believe in those episodes, they don't call her Black Canary. They don't, but, but, but she's Black Canary. She's Black Canary. <laughs> she's, yeah, got, yeah. she's got the mask. It was something about the... the rights. They, 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 yeah. they made them all look the same, but they couldn't call them. But there is later episodes of that same series where you see Dinah, Dinah Laurel, Dinah Laurel and... Um, She's very much a background player, as kind of is the story mm-hmm. of her career. So mm-hmm. that was probably the first time I had met both incarnations of Black Canary. What about you? The first time I ever met her was in Mark Wade's excellent series of Justice League, or JLA Year it One. Is JLA. And uh, I thought it was a great series, and, and that was when they retconned that she founded the Justice League. And it was a great book. It was a really good book, and it was the only time I ever really cared about Black Canary, other until I uh, read the long Kevin Smith Brad Meltzer, Judd Winnick, Green Arrow Run, and she's a big part of that. So, yeah, that's where I first met her. Cool. And I noticed her blondie blonder mixin. That was what you noticed. And her wigginess and her leggings. And her, I think we're just gonna say leggies. And her <laughs> leggings. Now let's move on to the main part of this podcast: the history 101, the thing that you come for when Professor Ashley pulls out her thinking cap and her giant whiteboard, and she takes you through the mystery that is the DC multiverse, also known as the Ooh. origin of. Black Canary. Did you like that long sentence? I did, although I don't think I would use a whiteboard. Way too much hand cramping potential. Mm. Be more of a PowerPoint girl myself. Uh, PowerPoint's so boring. Anyways, hey. <laughs> into Black Canary. Show us your ways and let us learn the mysteries of Dinah Laurel Lance. So Dinah Laurel Lance was born in Gotham City to uh, Dinah Drake, her mother, and her GCPD father, 
Richard or sometimes Larry Lance, depending on which sort of continuity you're living in. Uh-huh. At the age of 19, she decided she wanted to be a superheroine. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were like, she was born at the age, age of, of 19. 19. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like Jesus. Like, we're skipping over the boring uh, stuff to okay. get to the good part. Right, so, so she was born, and then she was 19. She didn't do anything good till 19. Got nah, it. Nah, she got just it, yelled a lot. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at the age of 19, she's like, Ma, I'm going to be a superhero. Ma, and, I'm going to be a superhero. And her mom's like, I don't know how I feel about that. And she was like, well, you are a superhero. And she was like, true. Okay, you can do it. And at this point. That was easy. Yeah, totally forgiving parents, DCU, you know. Yeah. Uh, she was drawn with short, dark hair. Mm-hmm. So the blonde hair was a wig. Yep. And she was. And I like that version. I do too. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of co opt that in Arrow, even though the actress is, in fact, blonde. Yeah, yeah. And she was trained. She received her hand to hand expert martial arty type superpowery training from somebody named Ted Grant, mm-hmm. AKA The Wildcat. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question during your own lesson. Please. What other very famous <laughs> DC crime fighter has Ted Grant trained? Batman. Correct. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad that he hadn't trained more than them because Batman was he the has, only one I knew. He has trained more, but ba- oh, Batman <laughs> Batman was one of his three. Batman was the one I was going for. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. So points for Ashley. Mm-hmm. He's a big boxing guy. He's a hand-to-hand guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why in his, in the Justice League Unlimited show, there, uh, the Black Canary episode is, of course, with Ted Grant. It is, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm remembering things and, even in my own lesson. And Huntress... Because they're trying to set up the Birds of Prey. And Ollie, Green Arrow, of course, is in it. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know if you were finished or not. No, that was it. Okay, great. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Do you know how Dinah, this first time around... This first time around. Got her canary red- cry. Because it's be- going to be retconned to hell. Okay. She was in a lightning storm. And she was, of course, a lineman fixing. Uh, no, that was a lecture. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, callback. <laughs> uh, okay, she went to a field trip, and she's nineteen. And in the college, there were spiders, and the spider bit her. No, no, no. That's Not, no. Okay. Uh, her parents died. Not yet. Well, yes, actually. That's why. I, okay, that's it. But that's not. No, her parents. Her parents. Their dad died, and then they moved to Earth One, and it's Willy Wonka. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so the first time around, uh, the way that she got her canary cry, her ultrasonic scream, if you will, which can shatter glass. They don't quite know, but they're like, "Well, I've been exposed to a lot of radiation, so I guess that must be it." Instead of cancer. Uh, well, her mom actually gets cancer Aww. and dies from it later from the same radiation. Well, fuck you, DC. So yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, DC's like Disney; they fucking hate anybody having happy parents. Oh no, I was more horrible about like like let's let's let the young girl get powers. Let's give the mom cancer. They were yeah, they're like nobody likes moms. Just kill her, mm. kill her right now. Kind of sad. So yeah, so the first time around, Dinah got her her canary cry. They they mostly think because of mostly radiation. Mostly radiation. All right. Yeah, yeah. We think. All right. <laughs> she is a founding member of the Justice League. In that she's not actually featured in their first issue, but she's uh-huh. part of that original team uh-huh. that everybody knows. She joins yes. not too many issues before Green Arrow joins, yep. uh-huh. and then that all gets retconned. They start to date. Uh huh. That's super cool. And so by 1969, we've basically got Black Canary that we know today. She's dating Ollie. She's wearing the costume. She's got the bustier, and she's got her canary cry, mm-hmm. which is pretty good for a DC Comics character. It didn't take her, only took her like 20 years. And then she basically just stayed the same for the next 30. Yeah, until they retconned her out of existence. Exactly. But right. we're getting to that. All right, cool. <laughs> 
So jumping forward a little bit, in November of 1983, in mm. Justice League Ooh. number 29, right. 229, mm. 29, in the Justice League number 220, okay, let me try that one more time, guys. In Justice League 219 and 220, numbers are hard, I'm not a professor of math, mm. there is a big retcon, and this is when it officially comes out that she's the daughter of the original Black Canary. Holy Before then, wow. people weren't really sure. It was kind of alluded they, to. They had never like come out for certain and said, this is who she is. Yeah, so it's okay. in those two issues that it's officially revealed. So between 1969 and 1983, they're like, maybe? But in 1983, were they like, okay, her mom was this Black Canary, and her mom was from Earth too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. She cool, was cool, the cool. original, and all that history is. And here comes the multiverse, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Your head's gonna start hurting mm-hmm. really hard. And then they also retcon how she gets her canary cry. Okay. Well, what was what, okay? So it was radiation. Originally, it was radiation. Now, what is it? She was cursed by a wizard when she was a child. That's it. I mean, crickets. <laughs> what? I know. Worse than even radiation. What? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Do you have any more details in the story? No, that's that's all that I could find in my research. Cursed by a wizard. Yeah, as a child. So we're going into some Harry Potter territory. Oh, man. All right. Don't check out. Oh, <laughs> Don't Dina, check out. Dina, baby. Dinah. Dinah, baby. Like Alice's cat in Alice in Wonderland. Dinah, I'm so sorry, baby. Yeah. Your mom got taken by cancer and... You get cursed by a fucking wizard? <laughs> well, her mom's You're not, a wizard, Dinah. Her mom's not dead yet. You're a wizard. It's coming. Dinah belongs in Slytherin. Yeah. All right, keep going. So then... <laughs> um, oh, man. Now we kind of know that there's two Dinah lances running around. And a wizard somewhere. And a wizard um, somewhere who maybe was defeated and maybe still around. There's not a lot of info <laughs> on this wizard. Okay. But it's not until after the whole crisis retcon. Crisis on infant Earths. Yeah. There's so many crises. just gotta, makes my brain hurt. You gotta be specific. Do, do we want to go over Crisis on Infinite Earths? We've listen, done that a couple times. Listen, listeners. Crisis on Infinite Earths, if this is your first podcast, because we believe in the Stan Lee rule that this could be your first geek history lesson. Absolutely. And welcome if it is. Crisis on Infinite Earths with a 1985 DC event where they had multiple universes, parallel Earths. They had thousands of them. And DC decided, you know what? We're going to do a 12-issue miniseries where by the end of this miniseries, we only have one Earth, and there's no multiverse. Mm-hmm. So before then, there were multiple versions. There was Earth 2, there was Earth X, Earth Z, Earth 246, and they all had different versions of the heroes and different versions of the characters and stuff. And then after that, they only had Earth and only one version of history. And it kind of retconned some things and combined some histories, but... Most people generally think that it was for the better. Yeah. I kind of Un- Unlike some other reboots that I mm-hmm. could think of. So that's, that's Crisis on Infinite Earth. So the Crisis on Infinite Earth happens. We've got these two Dinah Lances, and everyone's like, man, this hurts my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. Starman is like, well, maybe we should call the daughter Dinah and the mom Diana. And nobody listens to Ted Knight, so of course that doesn't happen. Okay. Um, and the way that they start telling them apart is by calling her Dinah Laurel. Mm. Dinah Laurel Lance. And the explanation that they give for where the name Laurel comes from is that it's the name of a librarian that Dinah the Elder consulted on a bunch of cases. Which is interesting because it sets up a very similar dynamic that you get in the Birds of Prey series between Dinah Laurel and Barbara Gordon. Because she was a librarian. Well, not because she was a librarian, but because she's sort of a, a knowledge base that we oh. we get. Barbara we Gordon get. was a librarian. In the TV show. She was a librarian in continuity, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she was. So there's another retcon. 
Oh, After man. Crisis. Should we just call this episode Retcon? Yeah, man. And this wow. is this is Retcon number three on how Dinah gets the canary cry. Wait, okay. Oh, wait, wait. All right. So we had cancer. Well, no, no, we, no had, we had radiation. Well, I'm just going to call it radioactive cancer. Yeah. And then a wizard. And now we're after Chrysler and the Earth, and it's something different. Okay, yeah. what is it this time? Do you want to guess? Um, I'm going to say diamonds. Diamonds? Because <laughs> they're a girl's best friend? <laughs> Somehow diamonds are involved. Uh, it's genetic. She's born with it. It's because her, vocal, her vocal cords are badass. She's a mutant? Even though her mom never had it. Listen, we just spent the previous two <laughs> weeks talking about mutants. Yeah, man. And now we're talking about mutants again? Yeah. But mutants. they're not called mutants because this is DC. Yeah, in DC it's like metagene, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Meta, yeah. meta humans. So, what? Okay. Yeah, she's just got a really, uh, really spectacular uh, organ. Uh, so, <laughs> does your uh, head hurt yet? The multiverse is causing headaches. Yeah. And it's not long after this retcon that she joins the Birds of Prey. Okay. Now, can I talk about what is the more the bigger retcon? If, Ab- abs- I don't know if it, it screws up your lesson a little bit. No. The bigger retcon, I think, that happens with Black Canary after the Cries on Infinite Earths, and I'm taking this all from memory, mm-hmm. is that before Cries on Infinite Earths, Wonder Woman was a founding member of the Justice League. Yeah, I and, was actually going to get oh, to that, get... but you please go right ahead. But after, they replaced Wonder Woman because... Uh, George Perez was doing a new Wonder Woman series, yes, and he, was. he retold Love her George origin, Perez. and he was like, no, she wasn't part of the original Justice League. She has just come to man's world in mm-hmm. 1986, and so they replaced Wonder Woman with Black, Black Canary. Canary, and that's the reason why in that miniseries that I read, JLA Year One, Black I've read Canary- i Yeah, yeah. Because Jason put it in my hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why Black Canary uh, is a founding member of the Justice League. Yeah, and she's awesome. Yep. And she's really Please continue. really Sorry. really verbose and doesn't like that anyone wants to save her and she's awesome. So she she becomes a founding member from issue 1 Woo! after this retcon. Yep, she fights the uh, Appella Axians or what, however you say it. Yep, and mm-hmm. the timeline is just getting even more mucked up. Um yep. and she joins the Birds of Prey. Yep. And do you know Quite a ways after. At this time. Yes, quite a ways after. We're we're, in, we're, in we're 90s. condensing history. We're in, we're yeah, we're, we're about in the 90s now. Do you know when she was when she first joined the Birds of Prey team, do you know which comic book author who we're both very big fans of was writing Birds of Prey at the time? Um, he not only wrote it, he created it. Also. And his name is Mr. Chuck Dixon. Well done, yes. And I met him and he was super awesome and I wanted to pet his beard. And I will never ever be able to accurately express my jealousy over the <laughs> fact that you met Chuck Dixon. Um and then through the birds, we're gonna we're gonna kind of go off into birds of prey territory for mm-hmm. a little bit, and then we're gonna come back to jail territory we, for a bit. We got to the '90s fast. Yeah, because this is when the good stuff happens. Oh, okay. In okay. my opinion, um, sort of '80s onward is where all the best Black Canary stories are. Oh, this was my third caveat that I totally forgot, and you had to save me. Well, on. this is now the fourth caveat. <laughs> fourth caveat. Because the third was fun, baby. Fourth caveat. What's, is the, what's that, the fourth? Is that. Uh, Dinah Laura Lance, Black Canary, is very much a supporting player. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a lot of her own books. She shares titles with Oliver Queen mostly, Birds mm-hmm. of Prey, and the Justice League. So that was my caveat. She did, she's never had an ongoing solo. She's she had ha- miniseries. Yes. But not an ongoing solo. Which is tragic, but we'll, we will talk about that you, in our discussion. You know, what I, you know why I think that is? Why she's always a supporting character and all stuff like that? It's the wig, isn't it? No, it's that curse from the wizard. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. I bet the wizard was... Um, Felix Malfoy. Oh. <laughs> I actually went for a DC character. I was, I was definitely going Harry you know, Potter. There's some listener out there right now that is screaming at us, it was Felix Voss! Yeah. You, <laughs> you mooks! Yeah, mooks. Uh, I don't know. Keep going. Retcon! 
Really? Yeah. So, so we're Birds so of Prey, Birds of Prey we're in the 90s. Chuck Dixon, awesome time. Yeah. We're, so we're going to Birds of Prey for a little okay. bit. Uh, then, okay, so this Birds of Prey is the beginning of Dinah and Barbara Gordon's really close friendship. Let's say romance. What's the lady version of bromance? Um, I don't know. Garants? Besties? Be- bestamance? I mean, it could have been a straight-up romance, and I would have been fine with that. But they're they're, Ga- gal- they're gallomance. Gallomance. This yeah. is the beginning of their gallomance. gallomance? Let's go with gallomance. Yeah. I like that. Okay. And there's a really interesting plotline in Birds of Prey called Hunt for Oracle. Uh huh. And I was wondering, Jason, if you could tell us a little bit about what happens in Hunt for Oracle. Um, well, Hunt from or Hunt for Oracle is because the Nightwing villain, a Nightwing title, which was also being written by Chuck Dixon. Oh, because he was the god um, of the Bat family at the was, time. He was, and he was writing basically every Batman. He was also writing Robin at the My exact favorite same time. Robin ever. And he was writing <laughs> Batman at the same time, too. Yeah. Uh, he was basically writing every Batman title. Um, and it was basically the villain of Nightwing blockbuster, I think, somehow found out about Oracle. I, I don't remember the exact details, and was like, I'm going to out this person, and basically went to Gotham City and decided to destroy Oracle. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about this storyline is to, up until this point, Dinah had never met Barbara face to face. Never. Ever. And, and Hunt for Oracle didn't happen until I believe... Do you have an issue number? I don't have an issue number, but if you want to vamp for a bit, I will find it for you. But Birds of Prey, I think it was somewhere in issue 30. But anyways, the storyline culminates with Black Canary saving Oracle on a dock and finally getting to meet her. And I believe the first thing they ever say to her is just like, hello, Barbara. Is like, and she's like, oh, fi- you finally got here or something like that. Yeah. There was a very famous panel where Oracle is literally, or no, Bar- Black Canary is literally holding Oracle in her arms. And because they're on the docks, like she was wet. Like, I think Black Canary saved her from the water. It's so beautiful. Yeah, because she can't It's a good panel. So good it, panel. Uh, Hunt for Oracle took place over four issues in two different titles. Yep, it was Nightwing too. Yeah, it's Nightwing number 45 is part one. Birds of Prey number 20 is part two. Nightwing number 46 is part three. And Birds of Prey number 21 is part four. So I was about 10, because I was saying 30s, but yeah. 20. Okay, not bad. Cool. I think I read that on Comixology. Cool. It's a good storyline. If you haven't read it, it is it is one of the very few um, Nightwing trades, because Nightwing has never been fully collected. They have like six trades. Yeah. And Hunt for Oracle, with the Birds of Prey issues in them, is one of them. It's a good it's a good trade. It's a good one to go hunt on the Amazon or the so, half.com. Recommended reading, no, no right no, now. No sort of sponsor, anything like that. Yeah, Hunt for Oracle, great storyline. So Hunt for Oracle happens. Uh we get Barbara and Dinah as best friends. I ba- beg your pardon? Oh, I said Babs. Oh, Babs. I hate that. I like Babs. Um, I mean, I get it, hey, Babs. but I don't like it. Okay. Um, so it's also around uh, this time in the 90s that her Dinah's mother, the original Black Canary, Dinah Drake, dies of radiation poisoning and oh. cancer and complications associated with that. You're a candle is... in the wind. Oh, God. I don't remember any other words. Of the song. And I have to say, DC has some of the hardest, like, deaths of parents in comics. Like, that's really brutal, and Tim's dad mm. is really brutal. Spoilers! We haven't done the Robin episode yet. We're, we'll get to it. Wow! That plot line's old. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> and um, a thing that happened, which I think is funny, is that she and Ollie moved to Seattle. Yep. And they opened up a flower shop called Sherwood Flower. Loris, That's a clever title. I like which, that. Which I think is really, really That's cute. Um, and that is during the Longbow Hunters um, arc. Or right that, around then, is it not? It's a little bit before Birds of Prey. Yeah, I know. Or she, was not, she, she was not dating Oliver during Birds of Prey. 
I uh, during Birds of Prey, um, she made out with Dick in Birds of Prey. Yeah, well, Oliver dies during Bird of Prey. Uh, yeah. Now, and Connor Hawk takes over. Longbow Hunters is before that. Okay. So we're jumping around a little bit. That's okay. That's no biggie. My notes are organized. Mm-hmm. So let's just let's just stick from the '90s onwards. But so, they did do that. Yes. Yes. And so then when Ollie comes back to life and Dinah forgives him and everything's okay, uh-huh. they start dating again. Yes, they like do. Like you do, because they're kind of in the uh, mm-hmm. in the Kitty Pride Colossus vein of uh-huh. dating each other. And there was a big controversy around it from readers. And do you know why their relationship was considered controversial? I don't know specifically what you're referring to, unless you're referring to the fact that Oliver cheated on her Mm-mm. in Green Arrow, and she broke up with him again. That's the thing that happened, but... What controversy are you talking about? It was considered controversial, and you're going to laugh at this, because of the way comics are now, but it was considered controversial because Oliver was a lot older than Dinah at the time. What? Yeah, yeah. He's Even though, I mean, their ages kind of changed a little bit because they're peers when they found the Justice League and then he comes back to life and she's still like 19 and he's like almost 30. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. So a well, lot of I, I would say when they bring him back to life, they definitely write him as more forty ish. But I never got the impression that she she was still nineteen. Like I got the impression that she was like early thirties. Yeah, no, she's still supposed to be quite young. Compared uh, to him. I call comic book shenanigans. So, on that. no, I mean it's a, it's a thing. Headcanon is rejected. I mean I don't I don't accept it into my headcanon either. Yeah, yeah. But it was a thing that okay. happened, and but people was, were all up. That in was arms. actually a real deal. Yeah, it was a real deal. It I was had no idea. People cared about that almost as much as they cared about her costume change in the eighties. Oh, which was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Do you want? God, it was. Do you want to touch on? Well, they made her costume well, blue, and it was stupid. Well, this was an this is an audio podcast. But like, here, listeners, go to Google and Google Black Canary costumes. You'll see it. There, she did a blue costume where she has like these weird shoulder pads and big black boots and this weird hair thing. You'll know it when you see it. It's horrible. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, as a result, because of fans' reactions to that, they wound up moving her back into her original costume, which is the bustier and the fishnets and the tights and the jacket. That mm-hmm. well, sometimes the jacket. That we all know and love, and sometimes the blonde hair that's a wig, and sometimes the blonde hair that's real. Yeah, and when she started at Birds of Prey, she had this weird costume Excuse where me. she had like yellow, like little squares down her arm. Yeah, I didn't and, mind that. And she actually. had like this blue stripe instead of being solid black. Mm-hmm. It was like sort of like a swimsuit with fishnets. But she is one of the only superheroines to have undergone a major costume change and then reverted back to her original design. Hmm. Usually, when they give them a major costume change and fans stink up about it, either they don't do anything or they give them another new costume. So mm. I just think that's sort of an interesting little piece of trivia. Okay. So we're going to skip ahead a little bit. Skip being skip. To skip to Blackest Malou. Night. Oh. And Brightest Day. That's a skip. All right, cool. Yeah. 
So in Blackest Night, she leads an assault against the Black Lanterns, which uh-huh. is pretty cool. Uh-huh. And then we see the fall of Green Arrow not long after that. Yep. And that's a really big deal for Dinah because they've been married by this point. Oh, now, do, what, it was, is there a specific reason why we jumped over the wedding of Oliver and, and Dinah? Uh, that is a pretty huge event. No, I don't think there's a specific reason. We should probably go back and talk about that. Yeah, uh, because like before Brightest Day... And at the uh, in the aftermath of Infinite Crisis, here's why we did because I edited my notes and I accidentally exited out. Ah, okay. Sorry, well, it's, it's a pretty big event. Sorry, listeners, we're going we're going back. Um, Let's talk about the wedding. <laughs> and she at the end of uh, his title, the very last issue, Green Lantern, Green not Green Lantern, Green Arrow seventy five. Mm-hmm. He proposes to her. Yep. And she accepts. And then they have this Green Arrow Black Canary wedding special where they get married. But it's one they... of the only times her name gets seen in a title. Well, yeah, yeah. And then after that, she gets an ongoing series that's about twenty issues long called Green Arrow Black Canary, and mm-hmm. it's them married and it's them doing stuff. And the first ten issues are actually pretty good. Yeah. And the second ten issues are pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they cancel it because of low sales. Um, and then they decided to do this horrible storyline called Justice League. Cry for justice! Yeah, I was... And in it, for no reason, Prometheus blows up Star City, and Green Arrow gets so butthurt. Oh, he gets gets so pissed. He gets so pissed about this that the climax of the storyline is Green Arrow just shows up in Prometheus' house and just literally throws an arrow in his head. And so Green Arrow gets known as a murderer. Yep. And he gets spends a while getting hunted down, gets thrown in yeah, jail, yeah. and 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 uh, Dinah divorces him. Well, the end the end of that series is she's visiting him in prison, yep. and she leaves her wedding ring, uh, you yep. know, in in between the glass barriers yep, yep, for yep. him. And now, fun fact, fun fact, her wedding ring is made from a diamond that is taken from the tip of the diamond arrow that he shoots. The very first time that he meets her, because when he meets her, the Justice League is trapped in a giant diamond. You've seen mm-hmm. this comic book cover. Oh, yeah. And that's the tip of his diamond-tipped arrow to break that diamond and free them. I always assume that he picked a diamond because not only is it incredibly typical of a wedding ring, but it's because canaries were used by miners to see if the no. mine was safe to go down into. No, he made a personal connection, That's Ashley. really sweet. But, uh, so she divorces him. She divorces him, and Green Arrow goes to live in that forest that happens because of Brightest Day, that happens in the middle of Star City. Yeah, for absolutely no reason at all. And it's a bad series, so don't read that series at all. Yeah, in 2007, uh, Black Canary finally gets her own miniseries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, by, and excuse me, because this is another thing that I X'd out and I shouldn't have, uh, Tony Bedard, and drawn by Paolo Sciarra? Sure. Paulo C. Sierra. And uh, Milton Santos. Yep, sure. That's what I'm going with because I don't speak Spanish. Uh, it was pretty popular. Was it? Uh, it was popular, but it's not really well regarded anymore. It's the first time I've ever heard of it. But that it series. sold well at the time. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, it was 2007, so. Hey, I was, they spent... I was moving and shaking no, 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 in 2007. No, no. But you know, by then, DC's already working towards the new 52 and just ruining uh, Black Canary. Possibly, yeah, sure. So um, we're going to speed forward a little bit, speaking of, to the new 52. To the new 52. And here's what you And Black Carrie Nair doesn't really do anything else in the, uh, anything else. In the interim. In the pre-new 52. Not really. There is something else that I think should be included in this podcast. What do you think it should be? Well, there was a time during Brad Meltzer's run where Superman nominated her for leadership of the Justice League of America. Did he? And she was chairperson and leader of, this is the Brad Meltzer, I think it's Justice League Volume 3. And is this pre or post identity this is pre, crisis? This is post identity crisis. Okay, but it's pre. Uh, it's pre final crisis. Cool. 
Um, so that's where it is. And, and she's the chairperson of that team. And it's the team where it has Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Black Lightning, Red Arrow. It's the first time Red Arrow ever appears. That's true. Um, and uh, and Howl's in it. Yes. And Hawkgirl. Hawkgirl. And Red Tornado. And she's the leader. Oh, yeah. And then they have to go rescue a Red Tornado's body. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's also during the whole uh, um, where they sent the villains to that planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that storyline. But... It's just something to mention. So yeah. now we're post All right, so the New 52. So now we're turning to New 52. Here's what you need to know about the New 52 and right. uh, our and Lance. our beloved Dinah Laurel Lance. Yep. She ain't there. <gasps> Much like fan favorite characters Wally West. Well, and, Wally West is back and now. And Stephanie Brown. She was, Stephanie Brown's back She now. was not rebooted originally. Um, she could yet come back. But the Black Canary that you see before you get all up in arms and say, I read Birds of Prey. It's her mom. It's Dinah Drake. It's Dinah Drake. There's no mention of Dinah Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not super up to date on the uh, Birds of Prey books, but to my knowledge, she's Dinah Drake's not dating any Lances. So there's... Uh, actually, uh, she's not dating anybody, but... In, in but that, that character exists. In, in the short... Live title of Team Seven. Is she joined? Yes, yeah, she does. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Lance is there. Uh, what's his name? Lance is there. Uh, Larry Lance. Larry Lance. Or Richard Lance. Is I'm not certain. Because sometimes it's. In... But Lance is there, and he's a member of Team Seven. Yeah, and so and Dinah is as well. And Dinah is too. But in the main Birds of Prey title, which is the main title he's, that you see her, who knows what the hell? Yeah, he, he he's does. not really a prominent figure. So as far as I know, there's no plans for her to come in. They'll probably do it eventually. Dinah Lowland, like a candle in the wind. <laughs> You've destroyed by the flashpoint. New Fifty Two, my girl. And I'll make you chilly like Green Arrow, like he did pre-New 52. Sing your cry and scream like a canary. I can't believe you actually know the, the way that song You're the goes. candle in the wind, Dada. I'm surprised you let me go. Cool. Yeah, totally. Right. I was just going to drop before we head into like a can- no. <laughs> required reading and discussion that uh, Dino Laurel Lance in particular and this is in reference to a list that we talked about with Kitty Pride. Ooh. Is number eighty-one on IGN's greatest hero, female hero, superheroes of all time. Eighty-one. Yeah. Kitty Pride was higher. Than Forty-seven, cool, I believe. Cool, cool, she was. Cool. She was almost like twice as high nice. up on the list. Nice. So yeah, that, I don't believe in lists. Uh, that's a lie. <laughs> I've seen you pack. <laughs> so yeah, those are all the most important things that you need to know about Black Canary. Are we going to talk Arrow, or is that waiting for discussion? Uh, that's waiting for discussion. Okay, cool. So, can Recom- you want Requi- to... Recommended reading. Recommended reading. What do you like about Black Canary? Uh, there's not much. There's uh, not? It's, and, it's and, tragic? Uh, JLA Year One by Mark Wade. Absolutely. 12-issue miniseries. It's a great series just by itself. Black Canary is very strong. Um, I will say, if you want to read a, a strong Black Canary and you're a Green Arrow fan, I would read the entire 75-issue run. I believe it is Green Arrow Volume 2 or Volume 3, but it's the one that starts with Kevin Smith and Quiver. And she is a strong supporting character in all 75 of those issues. Nice. And she's a really strong character, doesn't give, doesn't let Ollie have no guff, <laughs> and and eats his chili and does that stuff. And pro- I like her. Because of that series. Yeah. Those are, those are my choices. What about you? Uh, well, I'm going to specifically mention the Green Arrow, Black Canary, The Wedding Album Collection uh-huh. by Judd Winnick and Cliff Chang mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Amanda Connor. Which is what takes place directly after that issue 75, that run that I just gave you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I really like it because you get to see them. They seem like a real couple to me. Like they bicker and they fight. 
and they're just wonderful together. And then the most horrifically amazing superhero wedding ever happens. Mm-hmm. And then something happens to Connor, and I have a lot of feelings about it. Yeah. So yeah. I would oh, definitely recommend picking Connor that up. And Hawk. Okay, cool. And and Hunt for Oracle as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is collected in a Nightwing trade bay rack. But we mentioned that already. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Caveat. So um, now, and watch Arrow. Now we're moving on to discussion where we're just going to talk about topics that we brought up and things that concern us and sad character deaths that have to do with cancer. Yes. First, I have a little bit of a trivia question for you. Ooh, are there more than one or just one? There is just one. Do I want anything? What would you like? <gasps> um, A Black Canary action figure. Okay, I'll get you a Black Canary action yeah. figure if you can answer this. Okay. If not, you have to buy me one. So, listeners, choose your sides now. Okay, here we go. Which Firefly alum voiced Black Canary in Justice League Unlimited? Oh, crap. Oh, man. Okay, so they're... Can I say their character name? Because I don't know if I know their yeah, real names. Yeah, that's acceptable. Okay, well, I'm going to go through this. I'm going to let the listeners hear my... Li- okay, so there, there's Zoe. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's played by Jewel State. Oh, nice. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, Jewel no, State's Kaylee. G- Gina don't mess Torres. Me Gina I, Torres. I gotta win an action figure. Zoe. Gina, Gina Torres. Torres. There's Kaylee. Jewel Street. Okay. There's Inara. Marina Bakarin. Summer Glau. Yep. Uh, who's River. That, that, that's, that's it. The, yeah, the, it's one of those one four. One of those four. Oh, hell. Who was it? 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 Do, 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 it wasn't Zoe. Do, 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 Inara. Do, correct. Yay! <laughs> yeah, Marina Bakarin. I get an action figure. Who uh, recently voiced Talia Al Ghul in the not so awesome Son of Batman movie. Yeah, and she wasn't that. Well, she was pretty good, Talia. I mean, she was good for the lines they gave Yeah, but Son of Batman wasn't great. So More discussion? uh, More discussion. I actually have quite a few um, figures of discussion. Let's talk it up. Let's have a good, you know, since Black Canary didn't really, you know, have much history, let's create a history for her. So Black Canary, like we said, features prominently as a team player. Uh Uh-huh. Do you think she's better as a supporting player, or would you like to see her get her own series? And who oh. would you have write it? Ooh. Okay, well, ooh, that's a tough question. Yeah. That's a, and I'm sorry, listeners, I just- uh, Punched his mic in excitement. I just punched my mic. Um, when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I do think she works better as a supporting character. Mm -hmm. I do. And I think because my favorite title with her in it is Green Arrow, Black Black Canary. Canary. It's a strong title. It's really good. Um, and it, I loved it because it showed the growth of the characters, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh wow, this is so cool because like nowhere else in the DC universe was there a married f- superhero couple. Yeah, and they were they weren't like a lame superhero couple. They were on an awesome superhero couple. <laughs> um, and she could throw them across the room if she felt like it. Yeah, totally. Like <laughs> they, they totally seemed perfect for each other, and them being married didn't reduce the drama. So yeah, it, so it worked. Do I think she should have a solo series? I'm going to be on the downside of that and say no. Mm-hmm. I don't. Would you rather see her paired up with Ollie again? I'd rather see her paired up with Ollie. I'd rather see her in Birds of Prey if Birds of Prey is a great writer. Mm-hmm. If she was able to get her by herself, um, by her lonesome, I would say uh, here, here's here's who I think she should get a miniseries. Mm-hmm. 
And who should write it? Yeah. Brian Michael Bendis. Wow. I can't believe that anything Brian Michael Bendis should write anything. But we have recently <laughs> he, discussed that he's great on single characters. And he's great on uh, female characters. He is. He so really, really is. That should be his first DC work. Hmm. Black Canary. <laughs> he could save her. He could bring her back. Imagine a Brian Michael Bendis, even Birds of Prey. He'd knock it out of the park. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. I would... The story I would love to see is mm-hmm. I would if I was going to give her a solo title, I would love to see her growing up under the under, mom. Sh- under the shadow of her mom, kind of like ah. what you see with the um, Jupiter. What's her? Oh my god, Silk, Silk Specter's daughter in in uh, in uh, Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I would actually really like to see G Willow Wilson, who's currently writing the Miss Marvel stuff, because nice. I like the way she writes adolescent girls discovering their uh-huh. super abilities. You know, that would be a great. Uh, uh, that would be a great ongoing. Copyright Ashley Robinson Geek History Lesson. That'd be a great ongoing if if you saw her fighting this stuff, and then every issue had like a flashback or a tie-in to be like, oh, this was similar to what Mom taught me when I was yeah. a kid. You know that that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. That, I'd, I'd like that. I'd read that book. You'd read that book. I'd read that book. Oh, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk about the costume. Okay. Because you kind of Fish have nets. to talk about the costume, and we talk quite a bit about impractical costumes. Fishnets. So, do you think that her character needs an update? Yes. Like, do you think it needs to be more like maybe the Arrow show? She's yes. got pants in the show, and the, she's not wearing heels. The only problem I have with the costume on the Arrow show is that she's wearing a corset, and I think and that is so totally in, wrong. She couldn't breathe. Yeah. But I feel her costume of fishnets and the little time. I even feel the little tiny leather jacket is probably very impractical. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, fishnets is totally impressive. Even the one, my favorite costume of Black Canary is the swimsuit one with the fishnets, just because I think it looks sleek and cool. It does, but it's so impractical. Yeah, fishnets get caught on everything. Let's yeah, be real; they they're only for sexy times. True. Mm-hmm. And magicians. And like Zatara. <laughs> oh, Zatanna. Zatara is her father. He can wear fishnets too. He did. Uh, Let's not be heteronormative. He did underneath his pants in every show. You took off the slacks. Fishnet. It was Tim Curry all over. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do a pretty decent Tim Curry impression. You do. Okay, so I have two more questions. I actually, I almost, speaking of something that has nothing to do with Black Canary. Cool. Uh, I once almost played Frankenfurter in a production of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm sad that that never happened I auditioned, and that those pictures aren't on your Facebook. I auditioned for Frankenfurter and, and Brad, and I, uh, I almost got Frankenfurter. Um, but I couldn't do it because of scheduling and stuff like that. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. so sad. But I can do a, a, a I can do a hell of a uh, um, what's this song? Help me out. Sweet transvestite. I can do a hell of a sweet transvestite, and I I, I hope and, you know I'm holding you to that. And I uh, I will let you. You know what, listeners? We'll see if if you make a request on Facebook.com/slash/geekhistorylesson. We're getting <laughs> we're getting way off Black Canary Soda. I fish I, nets, fish I, nets, I, nets. I will sing it for you. Some people complain about my singing, but I will do a Tim Curry. You know, maybe a Halloween episode. Or yeah. Something like that, you know? I dig it. Totally. Yeah. Go do it right now. Go ask. Oh. <laughs> All right. That's a preview. Brad. Um, Brad. Janet. Brad. Dr. Scott. Rocky. All right. Back to the subject at hand. Black um, Canary. My final two questions have to do with Arrow. Okay, cool. Because uh, she's a big part of Arrow now. She, she showed is. up in the second season and she's been kicking ass. Let's let's go back to the first season. Okay. What was your reaction the first time you heard Laurel's full name? Which was in the pilot. Yeah, and and listeners, if you don't know this, um, Oliver in the Arrow show has mm-hmm. has a initially his first love interest, his girl previously recently girlfriend. 
Island? Before the Island? Hey, well, um, his longtime girlfriend. Yes. Is, her name is Laurel. And then yep. it reveals that her name is Dinah Laurel Lance. Yep. In a scene where Oliver is creepily stalking them from a fire escape, his best friend Tommy Merlin, the son of Merlin the villain from the DC comic books, uh, has a has a romantic scene with Laurel Lance, and the entire episode you've known as Laurel, and she and he goes Dinah Laurel Lance, and and my initial reaction I remember from watching the pilot the first time it aired yeah. on air was literally, oh, <laughs> real that's her, oh, okay I guess <laughs> that was my reaction because yeah. Um, what was your reaction? My reaction was, I'm going to lean back from the mic for a second. No! <laughs> I was not a huge Black Canary fan at the time. She's definitely uh, a character that I've come to love recently. Because of my Green Arrow love. Because oh, yeah. Because I'm like, read these books! And I was like, oh, fuck. I read these like books! this character. <laughs> um, but... Just because of the casting choice, the way she looked, the way she moved, the way she acted, I was like, no, false. You can't make her this supposedly badass character. No, 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 false, it, false, it, false. Now, I still make the preposition. Supposition. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, uh, sustained. Uh, <laughs> I I still make the idea that it could still happen. I will be furious She, she could happens. still t- become Black Canary on the show. But let's talk about the Black Canary that's on that show yeah, right now. Yeah, I was actually going to ask what you think about the fact that Black Canary or the Black Canary analog because she has not been called Black Canary. She's not been called Black Canary does on the it, show. Does it bother you that that character's called Sarah? That well, her name is not... Let's explain who they are because cool, cool. in case somebody out here doesn't watch Arrow. Now, Arrow, spoilers. Season 2 spoilers. So if you don't know about season Arrow, season 1 two, spoilers. Well, no, 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 no. You meet the character in season 1. Yeah, whatever, but you don't okay. know. Shh. Let's, <laughs> season 2 spoilers for Arrow. If you don't want to know, go away right now. We'll see you next week. Bye. Okay. Uh... Season two, they introduced this character, um, which we knew about the character in season one, Sarah Lance, Laurel's sister. Yeah. Um, now, in season two, we meet this character who's dressed exactly like Black Canary, who uses a little grenade that can let out a sonic scream, very similar to the sonic cry. And uses a bow staff. Yeah. And then it's revealed to be Sarah Lance, mm-hmm. uh, which is a change from the comic books, because we've <laughs> never heard about a sister that Dinah has ever had. Ever. Um, what? And now, what do I think about her? Yeah. I think she's not a great actress, mm-hmm. but I'm very okay with the way Black Canary is on that show. And I'm still just going, Gee! that there is, <laughs> that I can watch a television show that has Black Canary and an and, and arrow, Green Arrow, fighting on a bike, fighting stuff. I, to me, that's cool. So it doesn't bother you in your, your heart of hearts that she's called Sarah? No, it doesn't. And if that's how, because things are adaptations and they have mm-hmm. to change things. And if that's how they wanted to do it, that's how they want to do it. But like I said, there's still a chance that Laurel could be the Green Arrow, or Green could green. be the Green Arrow. She could be the Green Arrow, but she could she could eventually turn out to be Black Canary. Oh, I would be so. Furious. You never know. You never know. What do you think about? It? I know you don't like her. You're not a big fan of her, right? I'm not a big fan of her because I have some problems with some of the actress's choices, and because I think you can really hear that she's struggling to keep her dialect. She has a weird dialect. I don't know if she's foreign, or I don't know if she at one time had a speech impediment. I think she might have a lisp. That's what I think it is. But you can definitely tell that she's working so hard on some lines that she's not acting. Indeed. And that really bothers me because I think that in most of her scenes, I really want to like her character. And she represents a lot of things that I like in comics and in comics adaptations. But when she's when you're consistently outacted 
and outperformed by everybody else on screen. I have a problem with that, which is why I have a problem with the actress who plays her sister. Well, the problem is that both Lance sisters are the weakest actors on that show. Yeah, yeah. Like when Felicity is way more badass than Sarah is, I, um, you know, my brain screams a little bit false. Now, I think the character Felicity is fantastic. I think the actress is great. Um, but yeah, Black Canary, I think I'm also upset with her because I want to like her so much more than uh-huh. I do. Well, she's she's fulfilling the analog of Black Canary for me, and that's all I need. Yeah. As proved by this podcast, Black Canary, sadly to say, for being such, who could be such a great character, really hasn't done that much. Or writers have not taken advantage of her. Yeah, yeah. Which she's, sucks. she's not been given the opportunity, whether that's writers, whether that's editors, whatever. I mean, it's not like any comics universe, certainly not the DC one, needs any more white kids, but it could definitely use some more women running around. Why did Mick Watteson? <laughs> yeah. Any more discussion, Professor? Those were all my discussion points. Oh, and that mm. shuts down the lesson, I believe, right? I believe so. Why don't you tell us, if people want to find us on the Facebooks... On the Facebooks. Let's get to a little business, kids. This is mm. important stuff. Where can they find us if they want to suggest episode topics and comment Which on... Which we've taken. ...on Black Canary's general history? And her facts that I'm posting. You're welcome. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekhistorylesson. You can also find us on Tumblr at geekhistorylesson.tumblr.com. Where you get two facts... A day. Two yep. cool facts. One about the character we are reviewing, discussing, illuminating this week, and one just about general geekdom. And our asks and likes and comments are always open, so hit us up there. Where can we find you? Well, no, no. Well, let's. let's well, I want to. Uh, I want to uh, put out a personal uh, message to, to the listener right here, real quick. Uh, no, real quick, listener. Uh, if you stick with it this far, don't leave. We really thank you for listening, but we really want to tell you that, you know, like I said, this is, we do this because we love these characters. So sometimes we don't get everything right, but you know what? You know what could really be right and what could really help us? If you go over to Stitcher, go to Stitcher and leave us a rating and a review because it helps other people find us. It helps this podcast become bigger because we want this podcast to be awesomer. We want this podcast to be better. And we want this podcast to basically be our full-time jobs because we love geek history so much. We don't want it to fail this city. And we never want to fail this city. Exactly. (laughs) And you know what? You will never fail this city. If you want to find Ashley's musings and her funny tweets, go find her at at Ashley. Victoria V. Robinson. Ashley, I almost thought it was full name. Ashley V. Robinson on Twitter. I thought I'd change it up. And Ashley, where can they find me? You can find Jason on Twitter or on YouTube at Jawin, J-A-W-I-I-N. And maybe if you ask him really nicely on YouTube, he'll dress up and do you a video like Green Arrow. Oh, what? Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Mix it up from Batman. I was waiting for you to say like the Frankenfurter, seeing Frankenfurter or something like that. Oh, no. That's going to be an audio experience only. Um, So there you go. Thank you all for listening. We do this podcast because we love you. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, we hope you download it and like and favorite, and we'll we'll see you mm-hmm. next week, Professor Ashley. That is it for this geek history lesson. Take us out, class. You are now dismissed. How you do I? Save met my faithful handyman. He's just a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung out by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.